We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 79 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I have been playing games all my life. I've been writing about them too, but I'm also the mom of a four-year-old. I am joined as always by Steven Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hello, Steven. That is correct. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Okay, okay. I am I'm I am slightly better than absolute trash warmed over. How about that? Okay. Is that good? Yeah. Is that I, does that equate and translate to okay? Um, I'm a writer, so like I try to be more colorful, you know. We're writers. <laughs> you're at least w- you're at least warm trash. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm in the northeast. As opposed to cold and frozen trash. So, I'm going to go on a limb and say that that's that's okay. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the Northeast, and so everything is frozen. So in order for so the fact that I'm warmed over trash, that's that's pretty awesome right now. Okay, <laughs> and you can hear her voice, but uh, Linda has decided to depart our podcast, and we're sorry about that. But we do have a new regular, and that is Regina McManamy. We had her on here a couple months ago talking about her book, forthcoming book, which is called Mothering yeah. the Game. How's the book coming along, Regina? Uh, the book good. is good. It's good. I'm about Hashtag half finished with no it at pressure. this point. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. First question we ask: Did you do the thing? We be- we both pre-ordered it. No pressure. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to say, um, in terms of like the backwards order of things, knowing you already have almost 300 copies of a book sold is really good motivation to yeah. write. Yeah, I, ha- I have to say that. Yeah, that's, our- that's true. I should probably try that. Yeah. I should probably try it that. Really, it really is motivating. Like, you're like, oh, I have people waiting for this already, as opposed to, well, this is kind of an ethereal idea of a book I might write. Now, when people have already bought it and, you know, people have spent money on it, you're like, yeah, I better get this done. <laughs> yeah. That Noted. is good motivation. Right. Although, yeah. you know, uh, I, I don't know if Steven's going to do it, but I'm totally doing, uh, we, we remade NaNoWriMo because November is the worst month ever for game reviewers to try to write a novel. So we're doing Mino Rimo, which I hope um, catches on because it's cool. So and- <laughs> I'm gonna try. Wait, okay. but I'm gonna try. I am. I have, I'm signing in, but I just want to clarify. I can't. Can I write nonfiction? Yeah. As opposed to a yeah. novel, because because yeah. it's. Na- I mean, it's not nano novel writing month, but I'm I'm working on like six nonfiction books. Is that okay? Is that yes. acceptable? Yes, I don't think that uh, Overlord our, of the Mino Rimo. <laughs> our little group of eight people is really going to give you our time about what you're writing. Um, well, to be fair, you are the head of that group, and you would give me a hard time given an opportunity. So I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just yeah, throwing it out there. You just take the opportunity. Yeah, and, and also, <laughs> listeners, um, if you're listening and you want to be a part of this group, you can tweet at me, at Nicole Tanner, and we'll see what we can do to get you set up in there. You can, you know, start doing this minor rhyme. I think I jumped in for that, too, because November. Yeah. Yeah. November was not a good month for me to write either. It was supposed to be. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's supposed to be for everybody. It wasn't. Yeah. 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 Everybody who's not a game reviewer. That's all I have to say. Well, and and a professor either, because I had exams and papers for like three classes. And just every time I went down to, 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 to sit down to write, I was like, oh, right. I actually have work. 
you and you and your real life important stuff like education, whatever. I'm just saying, I had Watch Dogs two, and my calendar was absurd. Looking at all the stuff that I did, I was like, wow, I played a lot of video games this fall. Yeah. Probably more than I played in a long time. I shot a lot of dudes, Regina. I shot a lot of people. Nice. The body count on my review season was much high. I felt kind of I felt kind of guilty. I was like, "Oh my gosh." Anyway, yes. You well, can see all my reviews on pixelkin.org. Yes. Where and I that's not, talk that's, about killing a lot of people. Right. Well, that's not something you normally get to do. Not for EFG, right? It's not. So. Not, not at all. EFG, I normally it's all about hugs and love and Overwatch. <laughs> When it's not about hugs and love. So, um, and that's shooting too, but it's in a friendly way. I mean, they got a dwarf dressed right. up like Santa for Winter Wonderland. So right. it's, it's, it was a nice change of pace. The yeah. love fest was exchanged for straight up turbo murder right. for probably 80 or 90 hours. Wow. Well, I think everybody needs that every now and then. Mm-hmm. There's a certain catharsis that goes with the shooting yeah. up. So. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but talking about being frozen out there where you are, Stephen, we were actually frozen out here in Seattle for like the last. I don't believe week. it. It's not. We had a ton of snow. There is a picture on Facebook of the snowman. My daughter and I were able to build in our front yard, which was crazy. I haven't been able to build a snowman in like twenty years because we were living in California. <laughs> now we're in Seattle. Never, never enough snow. There was a ton of snow. My husband could not get up the hill to get out of our development to go to work. So he and Anna had a snow day. Yep. So it was real snow. Well, it's currently <laughs> it's currently snowing at my oh, house is it right really? now in Portland, outside oh, okay. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. It's not... And we're supposed to get two to four wow. inches today and tomorrow. Yeah. It's not so, snowing And here, I mean but... this. Does does Anna own a winter coat? Like, I mean, I mean this like not like are you guys bad parents? But it's like (laughs) I can't imagine that one would have that if you've never seen snow. Well, no. Like, has she ever seen snow? She had. Like last year, we got like a little sort of dusting, and she was so excited. She's like, "Let's go outside and make a snowman." And I'm like, "Yeah, honey, we're gonna need a bit more snow in order to do that." But this time, we got a decent amount. Uh, I, I, my husband and I thought, oh, it's, it looks kind of powdery. It's probably not going to pack. But it packed just well. We were able to make a decent-sized snowman as, you know, it didn't look very good. But it had the three parts and, you know, basically the size that you would expect. Um, but, yeah, no, it was a crazy amount of snow. And we're supposed to maybe get some more. It's, it's been cold out here. But, yeah, she has a, a winter jacket because even if it doesn't snow, it does still get all right, I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> don't don't worry. That's just our smoke detector. Your your wife is cooking again. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. So, I didn't. I didn't mean that the way that that came out. <laughs> I was like, damn. Um, yes. Um, so That's some shade to throw. That was some shade. That was some shade. Yes, in fact, my wife is slaving away making dinner while I talk about video games. Hashtag. Well, no. <laughs> Um, misogyny. Um, anyway, I'm, this is so. Here's what. Ha- here's how we record this on Wednesdays, dear listeners. Yes. And on Wednesdays, uh, my oldest son is in the Boy Scouts, and so they have to be at the Boy Scouts at six forty. I don't know why six forty, but whatevs. So he has to be at the Boy Scouts at six forty. Um, and so what my wife, my lovely and amazing and perfect in all ways wife will do is make dinner, <laughs> leave a plate upstairs for me, 
um, while I for, so that I can eat when I am done recording this wonderful podcast. Um, and then she will take the she will set the two youngest up upstairs with an iPad or something so they can watch some cartoons or whatever safe because I am still technically home. And then her and the oldest will go to Boy Scouts. And so we have a really stupid smoke detector in our hallway that is too sensitive and we're not going to fix it because we don't want it to swing all the other way. Right. Because that would be bad. Right. It just so happens if the temperature in the oven is 350 degrees or more, which is just about literally everything, (laughs) when you open it, whatever comes out blows it off. Our kids at this point know we have a bin of Legos with a big like plastic lid on the top and they know to just get it and stand underneath it and just shake it. They're trained at this point. So if anyone ever hears a random beep from my end, don't just don't worry yes. about it. Everything's fine. Yes, I'm and, fine. And, and that's what I meant when I said that Stephen's wife was cooking because I knew that he had this crazy, <laughs> too sensitive smoke detector. I didn't mean in any way, shape, or form that your wife was not a good cook. And I apologize if that's the way that came out. <laughs> it came off either one of two things. Either you were throwing shade at my wife as to whether or not she could cook, which, trust me, if you've ever seen me, you know my wife can cook because I am the happy fat guy around here. Um, and also, um, the alternative is that you were throwing shade at me for making my wife cook while I'm talking about video games. One of those two. I didn't know which way it was going. It turns out that it was an innocent comment that... I decided to take the absolute worst way because I'm a jerk. <laughs> and that's why you have me conversation. on. <laughs> that's why you have me on. Yes. Um. She certainly doesn't have me on for my insights. Oh, that's not true. You have insights. Oh. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of video games... Yes, speaking of video games, uh, since you mentioned it a little already, let's jump right into that one. Overwatch is having their Winter Wonderland seasonal events. They're into these yeah, events. Yeah, they are. So, so what, yes, they, just, they are. They did a Halloween one, and they did one about the Olympics, right? Yeah, they did. Have, is this yeah, the they third, did. Is this the third one, then? This is, in fact, the third one, and if you think okay. about it, that's really not that bad. The game came out in May. Yeah. Uh, end of May, really, because it was like Memorial Day weekend, and we've already had, and so that's what, seven months? And in seven months, we've had three events. Um, one of them was a, kind of a fluke because it was an Olympics thing, theme, so that's only going to be around every other year. But if you think about it, that's pretty, I mean, that's really not bad. Halloween, Christmas, those are very common events in various online multiplayer games. Um, I expect that we will probably see one for Easter. Um, we'll probably see like a summer celebration one, like a 4th of July one. I think that yeah. would fit very well. Um, and then if they just do that for a year, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. What about Valentine's Day? You think they'll do one for Sure. Day? Why not? Sure. That's, why not? Um, so funny. that would make sense. Consi- every couple months I think that eventually way. they would need to considering the, um, the fan art community for Overwatch. I think eventually <laughs> they got to throw those people a bone. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so they got to help those people out and um, give them some, you know, some content. And having right. all of them in like lovey type of outfits would be kind of funny. Maybe you know, yeah. th- it's a T-rated game, so they're somewhat limited on what they can do for <laughs> Valentine's Day. But um, I think that'd be. F- I mean, any I- I've seen stuff for every holiday in World of yeah. Warcraft yeah. over the years. So yeah, even some that they made yeah, up. Even so, they made up. So. <laughs> 
Um, I would be, so this is, it's great stuff. The skins are, these are the best batch of skins they have ever done. Um, oh, cool. Most notably, my dear listeners, um, just go look up Farah's ice armor. For real, Farah is the rocket launcher wielding Egyptian crit, like Iron Man looking lady. Um, she's very severe looking, but I love her. Um, and she has an ice, it's, 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 it's I love her. She's, cause she shoots rockets. And flies. Um, What's not to love exactly. about that? Um, she has an arm. She has a suit of armor. Normally, it looks very Iron Man-ish, right? I mean, that's just you know, it looks like it's made out of ice, cool. and it is sick. Um, and uh, they have a tracer where she looks like a, like one of Santa's elves, mm-hmm. which is super adorable. Um, and also Zenyatta, who is the robot like Yogi that floats around like we cross legs. Uh, he's a toy soldier. And um, if you buy his voice line, it says experience festivity as opposed to experience tranquility. Um, Uh. And it's the stupidest thing ever, but I love every minute of it. It's so dumb. This is one of those games that's going to get really, really, really awesome. That's the beep again. This game is going to get even better the longer that it plays. I cannot wait. Yeah. I love every minute of this thing. So it's only good until December 29th, though. Have you hopped in and played since the event's been going? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the other thing they've done is there's a new mode, which is all May, so it's only the Eskimo girl, and she's it's a snowball fight. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> um, cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so they basically, every event has its own game mode. They don't only exist within that. Um, and they also adapted a bunch of the maps to throw snow everywhere. Cool. It's all It's mostly a cosmetic change, but... It does kind of liven up some of the looks a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Blizzard definitely loves their their holiday stuff because they have um, you know, it's not as crazy. Um, but they have it going on in Hearthstone too, like some of the the boards will have snow on them, like the one with the the catapult, you know, where you can play with it, you could shoot catap- uh, rocks. In this case it's snowmen and it has like a little stick coming out of the side of it with a a red nose on it. So they do stuff like that. And then they change yeah. the, the hello um, emote to be happy feast of winter veil. So you can't just say hi anymore. You say happy feast. That of sounds like, that sounds like blizzard. And I'm yeah. sure there's an event that's, mm-hmm. if the event hasn't gone live yet, um, I haven't been in world of Warcraft since the release of final fantasy 15, but I'm sure there's a, there's a world of Warcraft event um, going live now. I mean, that's just a typical blizzard thing. And, yeah. It just proves that Overwatch is fitting in very nicely into the Blizzard pattern, and that is very good for fans of Overwatch, because that means there will literally always be some reason to play, Mm. um, because there's always something to look forward to. I love it. Yes. Awesome. So, other news here. Pokemon Go! We we talked about this a little bit last week, about the fact that there's new Pokemon coming into the game, and they're here now. Uh, um, and you can get babies from eggs. These babies are adorable. <laughs> I, I just want to get some eggs and you can hatch these babies. I, I, you know, I don't play Pokemon a lot, so like I hadn't seen these things before. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so cute. Igglypuff and Pichu. So yeah, adorable. they're pretty yeah. adorable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's better than a baby Pikachu? I don't know, exactly. Right. 
Well, Pikachu is cute to begin with, so. Yeah. Yeah, well. Baby Pikachu, like, just take the cute to the yeah. cuter. Oh, come on. Yeah, so I yeah. guess it's the, these new ones are from the Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver games. Yep. So, um, so yeah, if you haven't been playing Pokemon Go, go out now and you might find some new ones. And this. And the babies are only available eggs. on eggs, yes. so you have to hatch yes. them. Yeah. I have yet yep. to hatch an egg. Yeah. I don't walk around. Yeah, oh, really? walk around enough to do this. It was funny because, like, it didn't occur to me until we were, like, at the gate at our when we were on our trip. I'm like, I should have kept the game on, like, while we were walking through the airport. That's why, yeah, that's why I, I got so mad. At, I think they put it back, but they had pocket mode where the screen went dark when you had your phone yeah, down. Yeah. And that was, like, perfect because then you just put it in your pocket and leave right. it going. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, can run. Oh, of course, still, you know, destroying your yes. battery, but... Yes, exactly. Eh. <laughs> you track your, you know, track your steps yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, I was, and I always forget to do it, but, like, the airport would have been, like, the perfect place. Mm-hmm. Because it's always our luck that, like, the gate that we have to go to is the one at the very end of the terminal, and then if we've got a layover... We'll get in at a gate, and we have to go to the opposite end of the, ter- <laughs> the terminal for our next flight. It seems to happen to us every single time. Actually, didn't happen mm-hmm. at one point on this on this last trip, and we I had to make a point to tell Isaac, I'm like, look, our gate is right there for once. So, <laughs> anyhow, so that's 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 mm-hmm. our travel woes. But anyhow, look for your new Pokemon. I am, I am, somewhat motivated. <laughs> To walk. Well, but <laughs> to Santa walk. hat Pikachu. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. forget Santa hat. You can't really sleep like on Santa hat Pikachu. He's a collectible item. Mm-hmm. He's going to be gone on December 29th. Um, and it is worth noting if you evolve him, he does turn into a Santa hat Raichu. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I'm not confirmed. That cra- by the okay. Way. Okay. I'm not that crazy into uh, to Pokemon to want to do that or Santa for that matter. But anyhow. <laughs> Um, moving on. So now we know, so, so Nicole hates Santa. You heard her here first, folks. Nicole <laughs> hates Santa and, and, yeah, and Pikachu. No, <laughs> I, I don't hate Santa. We just don't celebrate Christmas. That's all. Um, so what else is happening? Oh, so, uh, Turtle Rock. If you haven't heard of Turtle Rock, they are the development team that made Left 4 Dead and evolve and it has come out that they are working on a new dark fantasy co-op shooter mm-hmm. that news you know is kind of cool on its own but i think the big news is that they are partnering with perfect world entertainment who is like completely online free-to-play stuff so this new game is going to be free to play uh which is very interesting to me i don't know how that's going to work what do you think about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I liked I liked Neverwinter. I played Neverwinter oh, for a yeah. while, and it was. I mean, it. You know, we ended up finding that you know there's always the paywall, right? right? right yeah, you get to the point where you have to buy stuff to to move forward, and we only played like sort of up to that mm-hmm. point. Um, but I liked their their structure seemed to be pretty solid, okay. um, and they weren't terribly glitchy, at least for, for Neverworld. Okay. So or Neverwinter, sorry. <laughs> Mixing yeah. my my games. <laughs> don't worry, we do it all the time here, so it's fine. Yeah, I don't know so, what, I don't so know what I she's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never happens. Not you. <laughs> 
So I liked it. I thought their structure was pretty good and it was a pretty uh, easy system to kind of get into and learn. So I have a lot of hope that they could be, they could produce well with those kind of two teams yeah. together from what I know of Left 4 yeah. Dead too. So Yeah, I, I never played yeah. Evolve, but I played um, both the Left 4 Deads. Those are cool games. I love Left 4 yeah. Dead. My favorite. I've had a bad day game to go play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Left 4... Mm-hmm. With a chainsaw. Right, exactly, yes. The chainsaw on a bad yeah. day. Um, like the first one I yeah. really liked, but I think like the second one just seemed to be really intense for me. And I don't mm-hmm. know what happens between the first, and the second one. I don't know if it was designed differently, but it just like, like I would be like on edge after I got done playing it. It's just, yeah. The, the maps are longer yeah. from what I remember. I think the maps are longer and a little bit more intricate. Uh, you can get lost, yeah. you know, and not the, the like, in some of the instances, like there's a burning building you're in in one place, and like there's literally one path you can take to uh-huh. get through the bu- bu- building without burning yeah. up. And that was like that's like the one map that I don't really like yeah. to play. Yeah, for me too. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like the um, you know, when you when the horde would come after you, like I just felt like that was a little mm-hmm. more nuts. But I don't, it could have just been me. But um, so I didn't play Left 4 Dead too very much. Like Left 4 Dead, didn't play um, yeah, Evolve. Did you play Evolve, Regina? Okay. No, no, okay. I didn't play Evolve. Yeah, I always yeah. wanted to, but I didn't get yeah. around to it. And from Stevens, meh. I assume that he hasn't played any of these games. To answer your question, Nicole, <laughs> uh, no, I have not played those games, largely because, um, all right. So Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. I, I, my my trouble with zombies is well documented on this oh, podcast okay. and others. So I have a real problem with zombies. Um, so I d- didn't do that one. Evolve looked cool but they showed me way too much of that game before it came out and i was like eh i'm good like there was no mystery there was no there was nothing interesting because i had seen greg miller play like the entire freaking game right right like just yeah and um and my and then i was like oh man this isn't worth 60 bucks but i'll play it when it's free and then they made it free and then and they're like nah we're good <laughs> let's shut it down yeah. so there's just there's just a lot of games, right? And it unless you do what you do really really well, I'm especially in a multiplayer space. Like I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna bother. And really, I spent most of the early part. Of, this was the early part of last year. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember what I was playing then, but. It just wasn't multiplayer. It, it was just not wanting to do multiplayer stuff. And then as it kept going, I'm like, eh, if I want to play multiplayer games, how about I play Overwatch or WoW? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Evolve had the most awesome booth at PAX that I have ever seen. Okay. With they the giant monster the thing? giant monster. It was insane. The thing was huge. It went almost up to the ceiling. And, you know, convention center, convention center ceilings are very high. <laughs> this thing was mm-hmm. was huge. It was amazing, and uh, also one of the team members on there used to work with us at Backbone. So yeah, you can chalk that up into the more people that I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> name dropper likes to point out. You know what? Okay, name I'm gonna. Dropper. I am going to do this big name drop this week because this is huge. So Gary Witta, my friend, is the writer of Rogue One, and this movie is going to be huge. It's already got like tons and tons of great reviews. It's I can't even count the number of things that he has posted on Facebook. It's like links to his reviews. And he even said in one status, he's like, I'm going to be insufferable for a while. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know what? That's it. You've earned it. Like, go for it. So, yes. Yeah, so I know the writer of Rogue One. I'm going to drop that. That's probably the biggest. That's probably the biggest name drop I have had. I think. He's involved in Ink Shares. Yes, he is. He has yeah, a book that's, out yeah, that's how shares. he published his novel. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He's the he runs a syndicate, which is a group that back like one book yes. a month. And everybody's always like, I wonder if I'll get his backing. So <laughs> yeah, that's his big claim to fame for Ink yeah. Shares, the Ink Shares community. Yeah. His book his his novel is amazing too. It's called Abomination. Pl- plugging mm-hmm. Gary left and right. Not that he needs a wow. rogue one, but yeah, right. exactly. He's, he right. doesn't exactly need that. With that said, you now you got to now the next step is you got to get him on here. Yeah. If you really know him, yeah, you got to get him on here so that you can like that would be awesome. Ride his success, and I promise I won't bother him too much because I have no interest in talking about Star Wars. I want to talk about my mouse guard, so. <laughs> I won't even bother him about the Star Wars stuff he can't talk about. I'll ask him about mouse, mouse guard stuff that he probably can't talk about. <laughs> High five. Um, okay. Because I'm so, that kind of nerd, Regina. Right. Yes. All right. So name drop is out of the way now. So, so oh, back that's to, good. Back this to, one is done. This one is done. Yes. Um, so uh, everybody knows that the NES Classic Edition has been hard to find. Uh, Amazon Prime now has them back in stock, but only for certain cities all on the East Coast. Washington, D.C., Virginia Beach, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, Baltimore, Raleigh, North Carolina, Atlanta, Miami, Tampa, and Orlando. So none of those places are near you, Stephen. Nope, but doesn't matter because I've got one. <laughs> yes. Aww. Yes. Sorry. Nice. Um, that is 100%. My wife's fault. That doesn't have anything to do with me. I was going to wait until February. Yeah. When there's going to be... Because here's the thing. If you want one and you don't have one, do not spend... <laughs> I mean, maybe spend like 2 or $3 above market. You know, yeah. somebody somebody at your office has one and they're like, I'm selling it for 70 Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, a $10 premium. Do not buy one on eBay. I, I, I repeat, <laughs> do not buy one on eBay for more than like, you know, 100 bucks. I don't care how much money weren't, you weren't have. Weren't they going for like two grand? Yeah. Somebody, didn't somebody have one listed for like two thousand dollars? I don't know if it's sold. They, they've been selling yeah, regularly for three and four hundred dollars, guys. For wow. real, it's cool. It's not three hundred dollars <laughs> cool. Take your three hundred bucks and buy a PlayStation Four, okay? And then get one yeah. of these. Well, I mean, if if you just want the games, just go and buy them on. No. You know, if you have a Wii or a Wii no, U, I, right? I, I no, actually. Um, I, no, no. I, I think that this is worth. No, no, no. And I, I mean this. I think this is worth it as a standalone product. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think the the answer to not buying an NES Classic is not buying the games on Virtual Console. Um, I think the answer is just don't do it. Um, bec- and the reason for that is unless there's like only one game that you really must have, right? Like if you're, I want to relive, you know. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 or the original Legend of Zelda, if it's like one or two and you have a Wii lying around, play it on your Wii. Um, the virtual console emulation on the Wii U is terrible. So it's actually I really... I played on the Wii U, just on the old yeah, one. Yeah, so if you have an original Wii, yeah. then by all means, before they take down the Wii Marketplace, you know, and there's a couple of those games you're interested in, grab them, you'll be fine. But... If not, you just kind of want that experience. Don't just buy the games everywhere on whatever system you have. It's not really worth it. Just wait. Mm. Wait until February. Because Nintendo does this forever. And I'm going to use Amiibos yeah. as an example. 
Yeah. When Amiibos first came out, you could find none of them anywhere. Never. Right? It was a fight to find the guys you wanted. They were crashing. This is the same story, right? Like, a company goes to sell them, and they crash the website because they're trying to sell Ness or whatever. Yeah. Now, go to a big box retailer. Check out their Amiibo section. Tell me what you see. Literally everything. They are all there. This is Nintendo's yeah. pattern. Um, you're going to yeah. trip over these things at Walgreens. <laughs> Do they have Walgreens out there? Do you guys yes. have Walgreens? Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah. you're going to trip over <laughs> half a dozen of these at the entrance to your Walgreens in February. Yeah. Like, everybody's put... Cause that was what I figured, exactly, too. Every retailer is putting in mad orders for these things, and Nintendo is going to fill all of those orders. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So just wait. You'll get them. Yeah. It's cool. It won't be any less cool later, but, I mean, it's fun. I just want the little controller again. The little um, one. I just want that. Oh, uh, it's real like, good. Seriously. It's real good. It, it feels <laughs> I'm great. I'm sure it is. It feels great. As three of us, that, I can't, you're, you had a Nintendo, right? Did you have a Nintendo, Nicole? I keep forgetting. Tell I, me I, the story. We didn't own one, but we had borrowed one from friends All right. significantly. Yeah. So, so like, the, the NES controller is iconic. Mm-hmm. And man, there's something mm-hmm. about sitting down on a Saturday morning, you know, bowl of cereal, passing the controller with your siblings, or in my case, yep. my children, who kind of are emotionally siblings. At least that was what my wife says. And, um, <laughs> you know, like there's something about that feeling. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I mean, it's a great experience, but, man, don't pay the premium. <laughs> Just wait. Just <laughs> yeah. wait, people. Yeah. And or if buy you it are... on Amazon now. Right, yeah. Or um, if you are still interested in it, ThinkGeek is actually doing something neat um and they're selling Mm -hmm. it is that uh you go to their page for the product you put it in your wish list and then they're using like a lottery system to decide who gets to buy it or not so you know you don't have to worry about frantically being on their site at a certain time yeah clicking 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 over and over over to get it so you just put in your wish list and then there's a lottery which i think is pretty cool i've never heard of any retailer doing that before if ever there was going to be a retailer that does it, it would be ThinkGeek. No, I've yeah. never heard of it before. Normally they're yeah. like, sorry guys, you're on your own. Uh, yeah. But ThinkGeek knows they're going to sell X number. Right. Yeah. Um, so why not make it X random people as opposed to X people doing it at work with a really fast internet connection? Yeah. Well, at work or the people who buy five just to buy five yeah. because they get in and can. Yeah. And so it's nice that it actually gives, you know, a wider variety of people the ability to buy them yeah yeah i think in general awesome customer service they i they've been a wonderful Mm -hmm. site for to deal with forever and i think i've only ever had a problem with something that i ordered off of there once and they the problem was solved like immediately it was it was really great so i love thinking their shipping is great too their shipping is great too yeah i just bought a bag of holding from them okay (laughs) yeah I have a serious bag problem. Like, like, I have more purses than my wife. I'm not even joking. Um, and so, but I bought a specific bag just for magic tournaments and conventions. Wow. How about that for a cross section? Because um, they made nice. one that's super small, and I, and I love it. The bag of holding from uh, ThinkGeek is an amazing messenger bag. I'm not going to hate. Mm, cool. I'll take a look. And then I saw, yeah. Oh, man, I need you should a definitely bag. check it out. I need a new oh, bag. Oh, man, look at the bag of holding. They have a fancy one, too. This got, <laughs> that's a laptop bag. It's a nice leather one. 
And they, uh-huh. but that might be a little bit much. But no, the bag of holding from Think Geek is super cool. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. And I'll then, check that and then out. as soon as it came in, I went on Amazon and bought another bag. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. I have a problem. I'm willing to accept it. Wow. Do you have a bag for your bags? No, but I'm gonna. Ha- I- I'm looking to my right at my stack of bags, and I have a lot of them. I'm gonna have to come up with some kind of organization method for them at some point. You need a bag of bags. I have a bag of bags. All my like tote bags and stuff that I use for different things. I have all in a bag. It's the bag of bags. That's fair. That's fair. I have I have a bag for all of my LARP bags. I have a lot of bags that I use while I LARP, but that's different. I'm that kind of nerd, Regina. We've been over this before. Like, I'm yeah, from, like, that co- got- I'm, like, from that corner of the dork forest. Yes, yeah, I don't think you brought up LARPing in, like, a while. I think it's been, like, a month or so since you've even brought that up. And it used well, to be every episode. E- <laughs> okay, so let's bring it up on the East Coast. Off season. Um, so for the game that I play, yes. Um, yeah, I was gonna say a lot of them don't, you know, meet in winter time. Um, I don't. Yeah, I mean that's true. We the, the the game that I play, Alliance, typically takes the deep summer and the deep winter off. At least on the East Coast, we do have a Seattle chapter. Um, they don't take any time off. They have a game every other month, and because. It's Seattle. It's basically just they always rain, so they they just deal with it. Um, but we, it gets real hot in Connecticut, so we don't bother in the deep summer, and it gets real cold in the winter, so we don't bother then. I've played in right. both of those situations, and it's the worst. Mm. Um. So, but no, it's the, it's our off season. We have we have uh, it's a it's a, but now is the time when you get hype, right? For like. Mm either new LARPs that are coming or whatever. Uh, the most recent announcement is a game called Utopia Descending, which is launching next March. I know Utopia. They just did uh, Utopia Descending. Just It's a it's kind of an offshoot from Dystopia Rising. Do you get what I, right. what I did there? <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, because you had Ashley on your podcast. Um, yes, I so, did. So yep. um, Utopia Descending is... Uh, their first event is next March, and they just opened pre-regs, and they capped the pre-regs at four hundred people. And I honestly believe, considering the level of hype that is happening right now, they are going to have to turn people away. Wow! Um, wow! They've they have got a so. lot of hype, and what's cool about that system, since you asked, um, you didn't really ask <laughs> about them, but you asked me to bring up LARPing. Is they have their game is broken up into like three like zones. So if you want to fight a lot, you can go to one zone. If you want to like maybe fight a little bit, but like have mostly like role play stuff, you can go to that zone. And if you really just want to wear a high intensity makeup, you know, high intensity makeup or con. Uh, you know, like cosplay level costume, cosplay. um, and th- and never want to get hit <coughs> ever. You can go there and just role play and hang out for literally the entire event. And there will be stuff for you to do. You can make stuff. You can whatever, and you can just make whatever you, you could be whatever you want. There is someone who is literally going to be a DJ because <laughs> the idea is this is near future LARPing okay. as opposed to high fantasy. So you could be a DJ. I am very likely going to play. Um, I'm still debating, but I believe that I am going to be, this is my character, I'm going to be an eSports pro who 
um, had uh, cybernetic modifications, and thus they <laughs> kicked me out of the ESL. And so now the only way I can get the high of competition is running around fighting monsters. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty rad character if you think about it. It is. That's a pretty rad character. And it's what I like it. Yeah. I, I'm um, just kind of amazed at the amount of thought that you've put into that already. <laughs> oh, if there's anything that I learned about LARPers. <laughs> Everything that I know about LARPers, I learned from Sunset Overdrive. So I think that I probably have a skewed opinion a little bit. <laughs> yeah, at least watch There's role- lots of time spent. <laughs> at least watch at least watch role models. Um and you should have learned some things just by proxy from me. No, um Utopia Descending has been teased and, you know, I know some of the people that are helping design the game. So like I've known some of it for a very long time. So this is not, you know, that really I'm used to creating LARP characters. I've been doing the LARP thing for like 12 years or so. And realistically, creating a LARP character is not really much different from creating like a Dungeons and Dragons character or something like that where, you know. Right. So I have a lot of experience making that. It's just in this case, they encouraged everybody to make like really wacky Mm. near future concepts. And I was like, well, why wouldn't I be an, why wouldn't I be a a rejected esports pro? Like, why well, wouldn't I be? Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's LARP 20 minutes, those of you <laughs> who wanted to hear it. Um, uh, yes. LARP 20. So, uh, so back to video Ukulele. games here now again. Ukulele. Ukulele <laughs> is coming in April, April 11th, 2017, to consoles that are not Wii U. <laughs> Right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. So, um, <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> um, so if you back the project on Kickstarter in order to get the Wii U version, which I don't know how many people that actually is, uh, but they're going to do they're going to do a Switch version eventually. So you can get that, or you can get one of the other consoles. So, um, I so. think that they said eventually because they can't say it yet. But right. on January 13th, I bet you they'll be like, hey, it's a launch title. Yeah. Because they just can't. I mean, come on. It's a Unity game. Yeah. It's made in Unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the one that is the uh, spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, it looks cool. I'm interested. I never really p- played Banjo-Kazooie when I was younger. Did you guys play Banjo-Kazooie? No, I don't know that one. No, but I. But this looks really. Yeah, fun. I can't wait. I I, I have I've played a little bit because I bought uh, Rare Replay, mm. um, yeah, yeah. and so I got to play some of the uh, banjo games. Yeah, I did. Too. And what it did was it successfully made me go, man, I really want to play ukulele. So <laughs> right, it had and the then, opposite effect. <laughs> and then the other the other thing where I got to play banjo kazooie is in Uncharted Four. There's a section where you play banjo kazooie. On uh, Nathan and Lena, I forget. Are you sure that you're not? Are you sure you're not? Are you sure you're not playing Crash Bandicoot? Oh, maybe (laughs) it was Crash Bandicoot. I don't. It kind of was because Naughty Dog used to make Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Not to not to to, like mansplain at you, but I just wanted to like. Well, you know what? (laughs) I'm trying to not do that. I don't think. 
I don't think fact checking is mansplaining. I'm just yeah, trying to pl- cover all my bases. I'm just that's covering true. my bases. I don't want to get in trouble. That's, I'm... Yeah, that's true. You, you, no, you're right. The characters, I think, look a little similar. Am I wrong? Oh, totally. Little... Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Totally that's how I got it mixed confused. up. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Regina, you just got to understand I'm used to being the only dude on this show, so I try <laughs> to not be that guy. But when I step into being that guy. You're still the only dude on this yeah, show. Yeah, trust me. And I'm still used to it. So when I step into <laughs> potentially being that guy, I try to defend myself preemptively. Um, and in this case, it was a simple mistake to make. Because, yes, Crash Bandicoot and Banjo, they're, the, they're bipedal furry mammals. The, the, difference, <laughs> the big difference is the shape of their ears and that Crash Bandicoot wears jorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, but I forgot to mention this earlier, but, you know, speaking of, like, games coming out, uh, there's a couple big ones. We're recording this on Wednesday the 14th. Tomorrow is the 15th. Obviously, Super Mario Run drops. I've already tomorrow. played it. Right. You've already played so it. So good. Yeah. How did you How did you get it early? I didn't say I played it at my house early. The oh. demo is available at Apple stores worldwide and last Friday. Oh, you went to uh, the Apple store. <laughs> yep. Our our daughter had her birthday weekend. This was supposed to be my story for the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, my, my daughter turned four officially, so uh-huh. she went to go spend time with her great auntie uh-huh. and because they share a birthday. And so she went. They stayed up too uh-huh. late on Friday. Oh, it was great. Except you'll understand why I'm telling this story. Uh, so they she stayed up too late. And then in the next morning, she had breakfast in bed that was uh, yogurt, which is fine, chocolate-covered fruit, and cupcakes. <laughs> they then proceeded to go visit Santa in the mall, which is hella overstimulation. <laughs> then they went to Build-A-Bear and bought her everything she wanted, and then they threw her back at my wife like it was a live grenade. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was a mess. Take this. But the, adva- Quick. the advantage, yes, it was insane. And she's my wife. I was at a magic okay. tournament with my oldest son. And so first, she, my wife sent me a video of just Megan screaming in the back seat <laughs> at a stoplight. And then at one point, our middle son looked at her and said, Megan, you're being a real douchebag. <laughs> and then obviously I got in trouble for that. So, um, but anyway, so the awesomeness is she was not with us on Friday. So we were able to go do something that required like some coordination. So we went, <coughs> excuse me. And I actually took off screen video of um, my boys playing through the demo of Mario Run. And that's going to be up on my Instagram page. I've been trying to edit some of the clips to make them a little prettier. That is going up tonight, so by the time you listen to this, if you go to the Engage Family Gaming Instagram page, take a look at it. Or by now, by then, you should be just playing it. But if you want more stuff, just yeah. go to work. It's amazing, guys. It's everything you wanted it to be. Cool. Yeah, so I'm definitely cool. looking forward to checking it out. Listeners, I'm yeah. assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going to check it out as well. But let us know oh, what you yeah. think about it. You can tweet at Nicole Tanner. And um, the other big release news, or, you know, big for me, maybe not big for everybody else, but Stardew Valley is out on consoles this week, which is amazing. With some bugs. Oh, well, you know, everything has Meaning bugs. Meaning, if you try to go to bed, oh, everything has bugs, including the one where if you go to bed on day three, you, can, you never wake up. It's very yes. morbid. Yes. Um, well, it's they'll out. They'll fix that by tomorrow. They'll fix yeah. it by tomorrow. 
yeah. 15 bucks. That's a really good price. It's worth it. The game just, has like just do it, guys. Endless, pretty much endless hours of gameplay in it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we we're thinking about getting it because Anna's been asking to play it. It was funny because she asked to play Harvest Moon, so I gave her an iPad. I have Harvest Moon on there, and she got all excited. She's like, "I wonder what what will be in our crab pots." And I'm like, "No, honey, that's the <laughs> wrong game." <laughs> There are crab pots in Harvest Moon. That's in Stardew Valley. And she was like, oh, well, let's play Stardew Valley. And I, I'm like, no, I don't want to sit around my lap to play. Um, but my husband made a good point that she has basically inherited my old laptop. Uh, so she can play it on there, like do her own thing on there, which would be cool. I keep forgetting that she basically has a laptop now. So, you know. Well, yeah. rough rough time for that girl yeah man she, she's i know so, she's so miserable and my 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 husband just bought um the new iphone a seven and so she inherited his success um not to yeah. use as a phone but to have all the apps and everything on there to play oh no yeah, perfect so, on wi-fi yeah. on wi-fi it's basically a phone yes it's yes. except for the part that yeah. she would never use so no that's right. amazing yeah kudos so, she's a little um She's a little spoiled. She got a laptop. Now she's got a phone. She plays on the iPad a decent amount of time. So, yeah. yeah. She's been raised with lots of screens around her. Some people would have things to say about that, but I don't care. <laughs> Not <clears throat> me. I, I've been amazed to watch how quickly my daughter has learned yeah. how to use <laughs> Like, she'll do things my husband still doesn't know how to do on the yeah. iOS because he doesn't have yeah. that you know, operating system. So she'll do things. And he's like, how did she know how to do that? And I'm like, she's a digital native. Right. Exactly. It's what they There's, do. The it's shocker do. came to me. I think Anna was like maybe two, just a little bit over two. And she moved games into her apps folder. Like my games <laughs> that she's not supposed to be playing. She, her apps she stole your stuff. She stole my stuff at two. Yes. She did it very purposefully. And I was like, mm-hmm. Wow, like that's. I tried to hide. I tried to hide YouTube. She calls it YaTube. I have to stop myself from saying YaTube. Um, <laughs> but I tried to hide the app, like both the. I have the kids app, which I have problems with, and the uh-huh. regular app. And um, I hid them in like they're no longer on. You know, and this was shoes yeah. too. So this was like over you know almost a year ago. Um, I took them off. You know, my front yeah. screen and buried them in the second page of a library. Uh-huh. Never showed her how to get to it, and she still found, found it. Yeah. Them. And I'm like, <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't fight this. There's no fighting yeah. this. <laughs> and it's difficult the, uh, to, to get ahead of it too. <laughs> it's like you oh, find yeah, out. These I don't even know how you would like. Yeah, I'm like, you just, you did what right. exactly? <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait until your kids are ten. Oh. Uh, hmm? hmm? <laughs> I'll tell you, you got. You got time. You got time. Now, it's worth noting people having judgy things to say to you about your children using screens. Um, we haven't gone into it in great detail because it's been a very news-heavy last handful of months. However, um, the AAP has released new stream, uh, screen time guidelines that, yeah, are they by, changed. that are actually relaxed by a significant amount. Um, and the mm-hmm. biggest one is they're less concerned with how much time they're on screens, and it's really more about what they are doing with them and who they are doing it yeah. with. 
Um, it's really more of a connection versus consumption environment. So yeah. Yeah. if yeah. she's sitting with you using her stuff, I mean, if she's up in her room playing on her laptop and you're like, you know, watching soaps, that's different <laughs> than if you're playing Stardew Valley with her on her who, laptop. Who do you think watches soaps? I was using that. As, <laughs> I, you know what? That is a joke with my wife. With because bon I, bon. I, I don't bon even bon. know what a bonbon is. Can one of you two tell me what it is? Because I want to know. They sound it's, awesome. It is. It's a little ball of ice cream that's covered in chocolate. Oh, chocolate. that sounds amazing. So literally, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I make that joke with my wife because my wife runs a home daycare. So I make jokes about her being home watching soaps all the time. This is me oh. being a jerk, by the way. <laughs> I pay for it every time I make the joke. But so, but the the joke is always watching soaps or watching Kathy Lee and Hoda. Because, um, because that's what I figured. I just assumed that that's what one does when you're watching television during the day. What else is there? I don't know. So I'm saying you don't do that because you play games with her and you go do things with her. I'm complimenting you and saying that okay. you don't waste time watching soaps because right. you do. You yeah. you are actually a productive and good parent. I'm not insulting you. Okay. God. Yeah, that was a pretty significant and a really important change they made, though, because it mm-hmm. was like absolutely nothing before two, yeah. and you know, very limited after two is the guidelines they gave. And you know, watching it kind of evolve, I was like, how how do you have this bright shiny thing that you use? It's my only yeah. phone, so you know, we don't have a landline, so I have to be on it sometimes. Like, how do you have this and not teach them how to use yes. it? And I think I read an article a while back that was talking about she sat down and talked to her daughter, who is, you know, older than my daughter is, but about which apps were brain food and which apps were junk food and making a distinction between that exactly like you're talking about consumption versus, you know, creativity and engagement and, you know, saying, okay, well, we can use these more limited, like, because when you eat too much junk food, it's bad, right? So I thought that was a great metaphor for you know, brain food versus junk food as kind of like the difference in the consumption on screen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So you're fine. In short, that's what me and Regina are saying, <laughs> yeah. Nicole, we're saying that <laughs> yeah. you're fine. Um, and absolutely. I-, I can't get on anyone's case about, um, one's children benefiting greatly from our hobbies or interests. I say to my 10 year old who I take to magic tournaments, who has a, his whole stack of LARP weapons and, <laughs> I mean, how many video game consoles do I have? Not to mention a giant stack of board games. Yeah, they they live a miserable, miserable life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of our kids are <laughs> spoiled. You know, I just, obviously the technology wasn't there when we were young, but I look I right. back and I'm just like, man, I was lucky to get like a couple things at Christmas. Like, I didn't have. Lots of things. And it's easier on, like, on the iPad. Yeah. You have all these, basically, yep. toys that you can play with. and um, Right. Yeah. yeah. The different things. The different environments you can create with the screen yeah. itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. things are just, I mean, things are more expensive, but at the same time, things have been devalued. So, yeah. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. video video games are cheaper than they have ever been. Yes. On the whole. Yes. On the whole. Which is crazy, considering the cost of inflation. Uh, that's why it's so hard to make AAA games, folks, because they don't charge because they don't charge us enough. Because yes. we really should probably be paying 150 bucks for Halo. 
but th- we charge 60 so let's consider ourselves lucky because eventually we're going to be paying 150 right. <laughs> Somebody's going to break that mold. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of AAA games that may or yeah. may not be good, depending upon whether you're Simone de Rochefort. Um, so the brand manager. Oh, it's time to talk about Assassin's Creed. It's time to t- Duh. Of course I'm talking about Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Um, the brand manager for Assassin's Creed, um, the actors and the directors and this marketing guy from Ubisoft got together and, you know, talked uh, with uh, Major Nelson, who's like the community guy at uh, Xbox, talking about the movie. And uh, one of the quotes that the, the brand manager said was that, I really think it's going to be a milestone movie. It's going to be the very first time that a video game studio creative works with movie creatives all together to share a vision and give them the tool to express themselves rather than have an adaptation. So that sounds sure. interesting. I, sure. I guess we'll see. <laughs> of course it is. Any, anybody have a salt shaker we can take this with? <laughs> right, yeah. Not a green of salt, but a salt shaker. <laughs> a cliff yeah. of salt. Right? Like, literally, I want a yes. whole cliff made out of salt. I mean, come yes. on, bro. You're the marketing manager. Of course yeah. you're going to say that. And yeah. I have never met a PR right. person that's like, well, our game, you know, our game slash movie is pretty okay. average. It's going to be all right. It's mediocre. It's but me- we're going to go see it anyway, yeah. so who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that said, I, I am, I, I'm probably actually not going to go see it, but I am hopeful that it can be the start of video game movies not being so terrible. So. I would be great. I would totally back that. I would love that if that ends up becoming yeah. a thing, but it's, it's definitely, it's if it's going to be that, it is definitely not any kind of path that we've seen. It's not going to happen. You know what? It's not going to happen. You want to make a bet on that? Nope. <laughs> I learned my lesson from bets because you are an evil, evil woman. You are an evil, 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 evil woman. So no, I don't make bets anymore. Um, you took that. You oh, took funny. that fun away from me with your pretty, pretty horses. You jerk. Anyway, um, no, it's not going to happen. And you know what? That's fine. There are good video game movies. You know what they are? Um, Wreck It Ralph was a good video game movie. Yes, it's not about. Yes. You, you, yeah. The idea is, but that was based on video culture, video game yes. culture, not based on a game, a story from it. Right. Okay, yeah, well, right. you you just made my point for me. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate Sorry. it. No, that's great. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> from you know, you're a real author. I'm just a fake one. So I'm glad that you made the the, the good <laughs> point. Like, video games themselves make bad movies because they are designed and optimized and focus tested, etc., to make their own thing. Um, and one of the big pieces is the whole, like you are, I'm in the driver's seat. Nathan Drake is my Nathan Drake, right? Like, yeah, I mean, the cutscenes are all the same, but my Nathan Drake is way clumsier (laughs) than, (laughs) than the actual Nathan Drake would be. Right. So like, you know, um, I think, so no, I, I just don't, it's not going to happen. And. The only way it will happen is it's not going to be like your Assassin's Creeds, your Halos, your Gears of Wars, your you know your uh, your Uncharted's. I think it's going to be like Super Mario Brothers. I think they could absolutely. I think they could do Mario Brothers because it's just abstract and stupid enough that they're not really adapting anything. They're telling an original story in the Mushroom Kingdom, which whatever yeah. you know, it's a bunch of wacky stuff, right? Like you couldn't do it with Legend of Zelda. Because, like, right. for real, yeah. you know, there's too much. You, you just like they can't do it with Uncharted. I mean, they lost Mark Wahlberg for Uncharted yeah. this week, right? 
Oh but, yeah, no, like, I haven't been paying you know. attention, but yeah. But the thing that I always thought would be an awesome movie would be a movie about the events leading up to the first Bioshock. Like seeing Rapture oh, like yeah. in its heyday and then yeah. seeing what happens. Like I think that would have made an awesome movie. So, sure. Anyhow. That would be awesome, but that's because it would be awesome because it wouldn't be based on the game. It would right. be about it would be based on a different yeah, yeah the yeah. story i think that's that's my my feeling with adaptations just in general i mean book and video game adaptations if they can do it in the spirit of the story rather than trying to replicate the experience of the game or the experience of the yeah. book which is why i think lord of the rings did a, a yeah. good job with that because they 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 cut they cut significant parts of the book. They cut significant parts of the story and put in things that didn't happen, but they were all within the essence of what the story was trying yes. to say. And so something like that where it went back before the game, that would be perfect because then you have the world to explore, but you're not trying to match someone's expectations of an interactive environment that's become one-sided. Yeah. Yes. That's I agree. Very, yeah, it's very art- so articulate, Regina. Just- Make those ideas. She's, very succinct, she's an author. She's an author. She's gonna... Well, and a Stephen and I and yes. a doctor and a Stephen professor. Stephen and I would stumble over the, that paragraph, that conversation for like ten minutes. Oh, um. You would stump. You might stumble over it. That's reasonable. Um, I would never even think of it. So I'm going to give the two of you extra credit because um, at least at least both of you have thought of it. Um, Regina is here to balance me out because she's smart and articulate. I'm just living. I'm here just to talk about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite until it comes out. That's like why I'm here. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about Marvel versus Capcom. This week. This week. <laughs> until until they announce more characters. Okay. There's gonna be like fifty characters in that game and it's coming out within a year. So get ready. Just, right. just get ready, listeners, because she's she's gonna have to cancel the podcast to keep me from talking about Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. No, I'll just I'll just give you a limit. You will have like like have, two yeah, minutes a week a timer on to you. say this is this yeah. character, this is why it's cool, then end, full stop. <laughs> That'll be end of it. Yeah. All right, I guess that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. He'll he'll become a speed talker. Yeah, I'll be like that guy from he'll micro the, the micro machines yeah. commercials. Remember Dan Maschita? He was um, uh, real talk. He was the voice of a transformer. Did you know that? No. He voiced not... Blur in the original Transformers movie. Okay, I'm not anyway, into Transformers like you are. So. Um. <laughs> Well, nobody's perfect. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of Transformers, can I just say that the new Transformers movie trailer looks like garbage? The uh, Dark Knight? Or not new? The Dark Knight, The Last Knight? I wouldn't even is look. It's just... <laughs> the, yeah. the new Transformers movie? Just Michael Bay has ruined my childhood. He really has. Remember what I said about Essence? They're just trying to keep with the essence of the storytelling they've been doing. But they're not, because they don't even look like Transformers. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just... <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. There has to be more video game news, and I'm just ruining everything. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, we did have one more piece of what I consider to be pretty boring news. Uh, just very quickly, the CEO of Oculus was is not the CEO anymore, and nobody really knows what that means and what's going on there. So we'll see. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> um, but we are getting Maneuver. to the time where we need to shift into what we've been playing. 
So, uh, Regina, do you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I do a lot of uh, mobile gaming these days, so uh, you'll hear a lot of talking about um, apps more than anything else, um, and I've been obsessed um, for far too long now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love Plants vs. Zombies, and Plants vs. Zombies has a new app, um, Heroes, which is a deck-building game um, where you play as either a zombie hero or a plant hero um, against, either in real time, against other actual opponents, people playing, uh, kind of Hearthstone-like. Um, or you can play, there is actually a... a each uh, plants and zombies both have their own uh, story kind of offline game that you can play yeah. as well. Um, and I have been, I've been working pretty hard at uh, streamlining all of my decks. Oh, and, uh, one and of getting us. All the heroes. One of us. <laughs> one of us. One of us. Uh, yeah. And I love it. And I play, I play against a friend of mine. And so we'll hop on and we're both moms. And so we, it's a nice, cause you can jump in and you can play and you get the, you know, experience and we can play like, you know, she'll message me and she's like, I got 10 minutes before I have to make dinner. Can you have time for a game? And we'll jump, we'll jump in and play a quick game. Cool. So I like it. Yeah. I played it. I played yep. it a little bit. Anna is actually, uh, my husband was playing it a lot on the plane and she got really interested in it. She loves plants versus zombies anything so she was actually playing it last night she was nice. she was playing it she wasn't doing well but she was playing right. it um and having fun yeah. so you know yeah you have to do that like you know i i you step back and let somebody mess yeah. it up when you're like I, but if you put this here it would be yes. better instead of like just okay just yeah do it. <laughs> and, and i mean what's going on in the back of my head is like hmm when she's going to be ready to play some hearthstone maybe maybe right. When is she going well, to be able to grind Well, my friend Amy Hurd started. Money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How can she help me make more cards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, so it? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things about Plants vs. Zombies Heroes, too. You can make your own cards. So they have a currency, so you can actually, you know, yeah. generate cards yourself, which yeah. is cool. So. Uh, okay. I never got into that in Hearthstone. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, then? <laughs> Uh, not okay. right now. No, it's holidays right. and exams for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually have been playing this quite much a bit of Hearthstone. It's for the last month or so, it's just been kind of here. I love there. Hearthstone too. So, so I've been mm -hmm. playing quite a bit because they just, you know, released the new expansion and seeing what those new cards are all about. And uh, I haven't used a lot of them, um, but they they've been working them in in you know in ways that you kind of forced to use them and look at them. So like Tavern Brawl this week. Is um you get you get assigned a random hero you don't get to pick your deck but like a lot most of the cards are from the new expansion and I just have to say the paladin cards from this expansion are nuts at least from what I saw in Tavern Brawl I think that that has the um the ability to become kind of OP because they are mm. they multiple cards that are give every minion in your deck one one. Like, multiple ones. Mm. So it's like, I was playing against the Paladin, and, like, guy plays, oh, every minion deck gets 1-1. One, one. I'm like, okay, we're well, fine. Next turn, every in minion in your, in, not in the deck, in the hand, every minion in your hand gets 1-1. One, one. And then on the next turn, and then on the next turn, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Like, this is nuts. So, wow. and they were all Paladin-specific cards. They weren't, like, the, the neutral cards, so. Deck cards, yeah. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't yeah. come up against a Paladin in regular play. That's using those cards in that way but 
I, uh, yeah. Someone's, someone's Sounds gonna, good to me. Someone's going to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Oh, that's we'll definitely see. an archetype in waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, and then uh, I played Civ Six. Uh, I actually finished a couple games of Civ Six, which I haven't finished the games before. But you know, one thing that's kind of kind of irritating when you finish them, if you haven't been paying attention to what's actually going on and like where you're ranking, it doesn't tell you why you lost. Like in the ending screen, it just basically hmm. just says you lost, but it won't tell you like this country, you know, got to space or this country did this. It's just no, you lost. I'm like, that's kind of not cool. And like, you know, they give you a little screen of stuff and like you get a, like a ranking based on how well you did or whatever. But there's no information on why you lost or if it is there, then it's I'm stupid and couldn't find it. But um, but yeah, so the last game that I played, I was paying close attention to what was happening in the rankings. And there is this other country had like one more thing to do before getting to space. And I'm like, I'm just going to lose. I didn't quit, though. I just I kept going. But the funny thing that happened, and I shared this on Facebook, is that you can have great people in the game. That's been a thing in Civ for a while. So you can have great merchants. One of the great merchants that you can get is Levi Strauss. And once you have Levi Strauss, your country produces jeans. And then that's a luxury re- that's a oh, luxury yeah. resource. And like I got so many trade proposals from the other countries just wanting jeans. this is awesome and then there's also Estee I didn't have there's also Estee Lauder gives you the chance to uh, make cosmetics which uh, is interesting as well so uh, so yeah at at first like um, when the trade came up they were like asked like the icon for jeans it wasn't immediately recognizable as a pair of jeans and that's what they were asking for and I'm like I don't even know what what that is and I had like hover over it I'm like jeans Wow. Wow. Yeah. So That's what all the cool kids are wearing. Exactly. Yeah. So so it's fun. I've completed two games now. Um yeah, and, and then that's that's all that I've been playing because I've been sucked into Civ. So But um Well, that's what it yeah, does. <laughs> exactly. Um okay, Steven, what have you been playing? Overwatch. Man, lots of stuff. You know what? I played a little bit of Overwatch. We talked about that before. You know what? Overwatch is the same it's just great. It's great. Right? Like, what else am I supposed to say? Um, it's great. The Winter Wonderland is cool. The May snowball fight is fun. If you like playing as May. Um, I'm not a huge May fan, um, so I struggle with it, but whatever. It's Overwatch. Um, I have been playing a whole bunch of Final Fantasy XV. Um, I am now at the point, I believe, where the game it gets much more linear. Um, I'm in a city that is very Venice-like. And that makes it easy to get lost, um, even though you have a place that tells you where your quests are. Um, and it, th- this game is um, undeniably gorgeous. Um, it is infuriating at times. And the last time that I played is one of those infuriating times. Like, because it's just sometimes you need to just get to a place. And you just want those stupid bros to get you to a place, and you just can't get there. <laughs> um, and But this is, um, you know, as much as I'm angry about the fact that they're updating the story and whatnot down the line, um, I am very excited to keep playing this game. And uh, they also, uh, we didn't, I forgot to tell you about this, they're, they announced the first DLC. Oh. Um, 
which is uh, episode Gladiolus. So you will play as Gladiolus, the big, the big, great sword wielding guy, and it is a solo adventure where you play as him, um, and you go off and do some stuff, and you fight Gilgamesh because reasons. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but uh, Why not? Final Fantasy 15 is great. I think it's one of the best games of the year, easily. Um, but I also, um, I don't know if people you, you maybe saw on my Facebook or maybe saw on our Instagram, but I had my first Magic tournament with my oldest son. Um, and we went, and he and I actually faced each other. Oh. So I have, a, uh, I have a match slip from an actual Magic tournament that has uh, both of our names on it. Um, which I asked if I could have it back, and they were after he after I beat him, and um, <laughs> and they they were like, "Why would you want your match slip back?" Because they just throw them out, and I was like, "No, yeah. well, it's me." And look at the names, bro. And they're like, "Oh, it's your brother." I'm like, "No, it's my it's my oldest son. Like, I want the match slip so I can keep it." Like, it's my brother. Well, the, interestingly enough, my brother was there, so like, um. But I thought that was interesting, and a lot of people were one like a lot of people like watched because they wanted to see like what was going to happen with me playing. I mean, only, there were only ten people in the tournament. This is not a huge deal. It's an event they run. It's called the Standard Showdown. It's actually a free tournament they're running. Mm. Um, there is one at your local game store this Saturday. If you're listening to this on Friday, go find one if you play Magic. It's free. Um, and so they were all wondering like, was I going to let him win? Mm. You know, they were like and. And they all looked at me, and I was like, no. <laughs> um, because we don't do that in our house. He's got to win. I'm not going to let him win cheap. He's got to win right. And um, I, he had more tournament points than I do, as demonstrated by that, because he had one game that went to a draw, whereas I lost all my games. But I played against him. I kicked his butt. And um, a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing, beating a 10-year-old? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to let him win. He's got to win on his own. Uh, on his, he's got to win on his own. It's just going to be that much better when he does beat me. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was an interesting little experience uh, doing that. Cool. Um, and what else? I know I'm playing something else. No, I think that's it. That's all that's <laughs> worth talking about. I mean, I play a lot of games, um, but the you know I wanted to bring up the Magic Tournament thing. I know this is a video game podcast, but I think that's uh, a cool story, bro. Yes, as it were. Yes, it totally um, is. And he he was fine with me beating him. I want everybody to be clear. He gets it. That's good. He gets yeah. it. That's Losing good. Losing is part of the deal. That's important. Yeah. yeah. You go to tournaments, you lose. Sportsmanship. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of what you learn, especially in a tournament setting, is you need to be learning to to manage your expectations about your own skills, about the skills of the people you go yeah. up against, about your decks versus their decks. I mean, you know, there's a lot. To, yeah. And also, there's a lot to take in. Like. I sat next to him at a bunch of his matches, and I kept looking over, and it's not like, I'm not giving him advice, but it's like, hey, keep your cards above the table. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you're supposed to ask your opponent to look at their cards before you touch them. And the guy across the table's like, no, 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 it's cool, he can look at my cards. I'm like, no, 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 this isn't about you. Eventually, he's going to touch a dude's card, and the dude's going to yell at him, and he's going to lose the match because he's all freaked out that he just got yelled at. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'm going to teach him now. Let's do it. And it's like, mm-hmm. so going to those kind of competitive settings, it's only going to, because he keeps talking about how he wants to go be like, you know, he wants to play at the Pokemon World Championships and play Pokemon Tournament, or he wants to play Street Fighter Five at Evo. Um, you know, like, sure, I, if you if he gets good enough, I will take him. But not if he's going to cry. 
if he loses. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to handle the stress right. of playing against some real crazy, crazy people. And he's been doing a great job. And I think that's, uh, you know, I'm not going to take full credit for it. But I think the fact that he's constantly being thrust into competitive environments helps. Mm. Um, because he's used to just being around people that are good. He beats them and he doesn't gloat. Um, you know, and then he, when he loses, he loses gracefully. And he's like, all right, cool, thanks. Good game. And he moves on. And I think that that's more parents, I think, should try and encourage that stuff. So we have less 13-year-olds um, using racial epithets in League of Legends and Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would agree on that. I would support that, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it has to start young, too. Right. Like, you have to get those. Like, you can you can fudge the rules and you can fudge the protocol when you know the protocol. Right. But you have to know it first. Yep. You have to know, like, the cards and the thing. You have to have that established first. Then you can play with the rules. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, Anna, my husband has already, you know, made Anna understand that because we were I this was like a couple years ago we're playing Candyland and someone I was I won or something and she's like got so upset and he's like up oh, sometimes you lose that's just the way it works it's funny that you mentioned that because Candyland is a big there's actually I kid you not I actually have an, an article about Candyland on engagefamilygaming.com specifically in relation to uh Kobe Bryant who is a now retired uh, future hall of famer um, and, uh, Patrick Rothfuss, who uh -huh. I need, who need no introduction on this podcast. Um, and, uh, this is like a year ago, but within one week, both of them had interviews published in various sources. Uh, -huh. uh one was Patrick Rothfuss's own blog and the other one was an interview in the Atlantic by Kobe Bryant. Both of them brought up, uh, Candyland and how they don't let their kids win. Um, and it was for <laughs> largely the same reasons. Um, yeah. And I thought, and it, and I agreed with all of them. So I actually published it. So if you want to read it, um, go to engagefamilygaming.com and look up Kobe Bryant Candyland or Patrick Rothfuss Candyland. You'll get it. It's actually really interesting listening to the parallels between these two obviously very different men. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, coming coming at it yeah. from a different angle, like Kobe Bryant, it's he's a competitive. It's because of competition, right? Like, yeah. Competition is healthy. Competition can drive you, but not if you're. Not if you don't understand how to make it drive you. So he's yeah. like, I'm not going to let you win. I want you to win and I want you to enjoy it so that you, so that you want to do it again. And be meaningful. Yeah, exactly. And Patrick Rothfuss, you know, there's, he had some quotes where he talked about his son and he talks about his son on his blog all the time. Yeah. And the way he did it. And, you know, so same end goal, very different reasons. And I think those different reasons were informed by them, but all of them, it talks about it from a very young age and the way you did it with you and your husband did it with Anna. Um, you know, it's, you can't, if you're going to cry when you lose, then there's no point playing games because losing is legit part of it. Right. It's just, yep. it's baked in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. I need to make a new email address for us to have for questions. I was going to do that, and I forgot. So if you have questions or other feedback, you can tweet those at me. It's just <laughs> at Nicole Tanner. Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming, and they do lots of stuff over there. I think that what Steven wants to talk about most is the the, the nightly EFG show. Is that right, Steven? 
Let's say it with some conviction. Yes, okay. I would like to. I would, in fact, like to talk about the EFG show. So, those of you who have been listening, and maybe if you haven't before, uh, I'll talk about it. The EFG show is a show that goes live Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I talk about all the relevant family video game and family board game news, and then we have a little hangout Q and A session. We've talked about all kinds of stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's super low key, and it's done on Facebook Live. If you would like to watch it. Make sure to like my Facebook page and just look at any of the videos that have been posted. Click the little button in the upper right-hand corner to get notified when I go live and come hang out with me like Nicole has done once. Um, to be fair, <laughs> I record when she eats di- I do the show when she eats dinner and it is a re- she is a responsible parent and does not hang out on her phone while she is eating dinner with her family. I understand that, but I'm going to give her crap anyway, uh, because the one time she did show up, she trolled me for a half hour. That's fine. It's totally fine. Go you. So um, click that so you get a notification. You will legitimately get push notifications from Facebook saying that Engaged Family Gaming has gone live. I would love to have you. Cool. And uh, cool. since we haven't done this with you, Regina, what do you want to talk about with you? Where can people find you? What? How do you want to interact with listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on my website, thegeekembassy.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DocLiz with two Zs. Um, I'm launching, or I just launched uh, two weeks ago, I launched a video series uh, through the embassy called Good Words, um, which is our How to Write Well series. Um, myself and another author, Evan Graham, are, uh, we get together and we're sort of just talking about some of the basic uh, structures for writing. Right now we're focusing on literature. Eventually we'll do an academic writing series as well. So good words from the Geek Embassy. That's my my big thing. Cool. That plus, one awesome. subs- plus one subscriber. Uh, Lord I knows know. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Right, Nicole? Yeah. Yes. Yes. She's like, yes, Steve, you're terrible. You absolutely No, I, I am going to. It sounds great for me to, to take a look at too, for sure. Um <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week. Bye, everybody. 